0: Hi, I'm Dr. Easterling. I'm the clinic director of Ellie Mental Health Ashburn.
1: What inspired you to get into the mental health field?
0: Oh, well, it started many years ago through my journey in the military, which um, at at my time in command, I was charged with a medical convalescing unit. And the purpose of that unit was to rehabilitate soldiers who either were injured during basic training, um, refused to ship, or decided that they no longer wanted to be in the military. And so I was charged to set up a unit and get them physically and mentally ready to return to duty. But as I spoke to each soldier, I realized even though we had all the, all the components to getting those soldiers ready physically, that mental wellness was one of the things that was a defining factor. And so we focused a lot on mental health and what we realized that we increased the return to duty rate 70 percent oh wow i realized not only mental health was important but how important it was for individuals that had jobs like military first responders because typically in those professions you aren't taught that it's okay not to be okay and mental wellness seems if you have to take care of your mental wellness it may appear weak but i think through that journey i realized how important it is for those that are on the front front lines and so after that i continued my journey with through mental health even though i'm not doing it in the capacity of the military anymore i get to continue my service by helping others realize what's possible through mental wellness
1: Do you see your clients' confidence rise as they go through talking about uh, what's going on with them?
0: Most definitely. I do see confidence grow as I talk to each client. And also, it's an open space for them to have a safe space to build confidence. And sometimes we're not comfortable doing that among family, friends, workplace. But during therapy, this is a safe place for them to build confidence and skills to help them be better versions of themselves
1: what do you do to help your own mental health
0: oh i calendar it in i schedule time for me which i think has helped me during this journey and i've learned to laugh and laugh at myself and so i find humor is healing and also as i mentioned important to me, it's the schedule time and me time. I actually do blocks on the calendar that says all me. And so whether that's going to a restaurant and having a nice meal, whether it's sitting down and cuddling up under a nice warm blanket watching a movie or reading a book, I schedule time for me. What, how
1: does it feel for you to be helping out your community?
0: Oh, it feels wonderful. And um, I will tell you, as I mentioned, served most of my adult life in the military. And then after that, in the DOD in um, several positions across the D.C. area. But I will tell you, when I decided that that part of my journey was over and I embarked on mental working full time for mental health and private practice, it was powerful for me because I get up every morning and do what I love to do. And so definitely a game changer.
1: I talk to a lot of veterans, and they always bring up the challenges they faced Mm -hmm. of transitioning out of the uh, military. Did you have any challenges you faced when you transitioned out?
0: Um, Yes, transitioning out the military was extremely anxiety-producing for me. And by having a background in mental health, prior to leaving the military, I happened to walk into, um, the Army had a mental resilience training program, and I was the first instructor for that program federal instructor. It was ran by contractors and I walked into that job but I had a team of individuals that understood mental health and how those twos were able to help. So I had a tribe as I say and that's what I enjoy about Ellie. I found my new tribe.
1: Yeah, can you tell me a little bit about uh, Ellie and the practice?
0: Oh. Ellie Mental Health I found, as I mentioned, I started my journey in the military and so I was used to having a team and so when I first went into private practice I found it lonely and so when I came across Ellie what I found was the benefit of having a team as well as the flexibility of private practice. So I was able to do what I enjoy doing by my, and to the beat of my own drum, however I have a family that's behind me to support me and help me through that journey, which kind of feels like what I had in the military. So this is a comfortable spot for me.
1: And as uh, the leader of the practice, how important is it for other uh, therapists to take care of themselves?
0: It is my top priority. Taking care and um as mentioned um through ellie it was created well i didn't mention ellie was created by therapists and it's therapist ran it's therapist led And I enjoy that because, as I mentioned, when I left the military, I was fortunate enough to have a group of people who understood how important it was to take care of my mental health the same way in LA and I promote here. It is 100% my mission to take care of the individuals that are here to support our community and whether that's ensuring that they have work-life balance, ensuring that they schedule time to take care of themselves and that we laugh a lot.
1: What would you say to anyone going through a tough time?
0: It's okay to ask for help. I think that's one of the things in society that we have to get over is the stigma for asking for help for mental health it's okay just the same way physical health if they saw that you were struggling they would say hey we'll go to a gym or do x for physical health mental health is just as important and i think as we continue to break down the stigma stigmas that's associated with mental health i think that we'll have a stronger and a healthier community
1: how can people reach out and learn more
0: oh they definitely can reach out by um searching ellie and if you search up ellie mental health you would um put in your area and one on the website you find tons of information about ellie and how it was started and what ellie is about and one of the most important things i enjoy authenticity you get to bring you to the workplace it's no cookie cutter picture of who belongs in this workplace and i think a large part is part of that is acceptance in which i think is crucial in providing top-notch care to clients is acceptance and creating a safe space, and Ellie does that also.
2: My name is Lily Spinelli, and I'm a licensed clinical social worker.
1: So what inspired you to become a social worker?
2: Well, I was always really drawn to the social justice aspect of social work. Um, I knew I wanted to go into some kind of helping profession. Um, A lot of my family's in the helping profession, like teachers um, or nurses. Uh, and I knew I wanted to do some kind of counseling, but what Jermita social work was specifically the more macro and social justice aspect of it. Like I said, incorporating that into the counseling field as well.
1: What is it like helping people?
2: It's very rewarding and it can be, I mean, stress I think is a natural part of anyone in the helping profession in that field. Um, but it's I think a different kind of stress than a lot of people expect. Um, and specifically me, I come from. I've been an in inpatient. I've been in PHPS, IOPs, all the different more acute levels of care um, before coming to outpatient. So the kind of stress that you experience, I think, is more incorporated into like your daily practice. Um, but it's not a. I tell my clients, right? There are there's stress that helps us, and there's stress that's going to kind of bring us down. So I think that the kind of stress that I'm talking about is more the kind where. We get on the client's level right we're talking about very serious things but it's not anything that is going to help bring us down if that makes sense
1: yeah with that uh you know clients are going through a tough time and they rely on you but what do you do to help your own mental health
2: For sure so i love i'm a huge huge nerd actually so i love um video games, I love reading, I love writing, Um, I do some sewing and some costuming, Um, going to conventions, playing games, um, and then I have a cat at home that uh, loves to snuggle.
1: I went to uh, a comic book convention, uh, AwesomeCon, and I Mm -hmm. talked to people about how cosplay helps their mental health. How does cosplay help your mental health?
2: Sure, so it can be, um, especially when you're working with lots of different populations, you have to wear lots of different shoes, so to speak. So cosplay almost lets you literally put on different shoes. Um, It's also just a good creative outlet. It lets you get to be, um, you know, showcase a person that you might not be normally. It kind of gives you permission to be a little bit silly and a little bit more creative. Um, when we're, you know, in our real life not really able to have that kind of expression in, in other cases.
1: Have you seen your clients' confidence level rise as they go through the process and, and talk about their emotions?
2: Oh, for sure, yeah. Um, I think that depending on whether you've been in therapy before, whether this is your first time, just learning skills and being able to use them um showing progress Uh, a lot of therapy is really just emphasizing i like to emphasize strengths uh in in my approach so trying to really focus on those and focus on achievements even if you know setting goals it's also so important to set ones that are realistic right ones that are maybe your long-term goal Uh, is something a lot, you know, we can make that a little bit more intense or a little bit more, um, you know, like a bigger goal, but kind of break those down into smaller steps. That way we build that confidence. Um, That's kind of the approach that I take, right? And trying to emphasize that even if it's, you know, oh, I used maybe, um, my anxiety attacks, right? Maybe they decreased a little bit. They're not gone, but they've still decreased. I still want to celebrate that. We're not where we want to be, you know, but we're still making progress towards there or, and we're still making progress if I want to take the DBT approach.
1: (laughs) What would you say to anyone uh, going through a tough time?
2: I would say that we are all stronger than we know or stronger than we think. And I'm always constantly amazed by the resiliency of my clients. Um, the ability to go through hard times, go through hard things, and even though we don't necessarily need those hard times to find our strengths, oftentimes that's what happens is that it takes going through a really hard time to learn, oh, I, I do have the ability to get through this or I do have the skills you know, to survive this. Um, and I'd say every, this is gonna sound cliche, but every mountain starts out as, or every molehill starts out as a mountain, right? So we might approach something and it might be the biggest thing that we've ever experienced, you know, the most stressful thing. But once we're past that, you know, maybe that becomes a new molehill for us that becomes a smaller thing that we've already surmounted. So again, building that confidence to say, I've gotten through hard things before I can get through this. I'm Allie Allen
3: and I am a resident in counseling.
1: What inspired you to get into counseling?
3: um i've always had a really big like emotional intelligence and in the ninth grade i took an intro to psychology class and i kind of had a light bulb moment and it was like this is exactly what i am meant to do and meant to help people with their really big feelings because i always needed somebody to help me with my really big feelings and i didn't know what to do with it so i kind of just continued in that route and i've always done counseling since then
1: How important is it to have a strong support system?
3: I think it is way underrated. Like having people around you to lift you up when times are bad or good and celebrate your triumphs is really important. We were born in this world alone, but we weren't meant to be alone. And I think it's important that we always have whatever your tribe looks like, having those people around you is monumental.
1: For your clients, do you see their confidence level rise as they go through the process?
3: Yes, I see their confidence level rise, their comfortability, their um, self-awareness, self-esteem. I do a lot of work with just kind of how do you love yourself um, despite the world that can be really ugly at times. Um, and doing those things, I've seen my clients blossom from very like quiet people that may not be doing the things that they want to and experiencing things to people that are going out and living their life to the
1: fullest. How does it feel for you to be helping?
3: I love it. It's something that I've been working so hard to get here. Um, As a resident, I'm not fully licensed, so I'm really in, like, full learning mode right now. Um, But it makes me so happy, and it just reminds me of that, like, little Allie in ninth grade who knew she wanted to do this, and now being able to be in these spaces and the seat and being the person that gets to be their cheerleader makes me so happy.
1: What do you do to help your own mental health
3: Um, I do yoga. I love like Bikram yoga, the hot yoga. It's my favorite thing ever. Um, I have a dog. She's turning two. Um, And then I have a daughter who's eight. So just being around in their company makes me more than happy. Um, I go shopping a little too much, but that's my self-care as well. Um, I journal. I use all the coping skills that I kind of help my clients with as well so having music um, being able to explore new places I try to make sure that I am constantly moving my body because I know that's what works best for me
1: what have you learned from your daughter
3: um patience it's not as good as I would like it to be but I've definitely learned more about kind of like meeting someone where they are Um, Because I've been with her since day one. She's eight now. So obviously we've been through all the stages. But also just learning how to deal with someone else's big emotions that isn't a client. I'm used to dealing with my big emotions. But dealing with a child that might not have the words or might not react the way that you would assume. Just being able to kind of work through those things with her. I've seen her use coping skills as well. So I have learned a lot and I feel like she's learning a lot from my, me.
1: What would you say to anyone going through a tough time?
3: That there's people here. Like even if you may not feel you have people in your family, you may not feel you have friends. There's like a strength inside of you and we're here as mental health professionals um, just to support you. Even if it's speaking every other week it could be once a month it's whatever but like having a person to be able to bounce things off of like this is what we're here for we're not here to judge we always want a safe space that is what i've heard myself and many clinicians say so just making sure you know that you have options and people are here to support you in any way possible